two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to one and all. Welcome to the uh, Christmas Spectacular, <laughs> Dubs. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Very exciting. <laughs> Start this over. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Christmas spec- Spectacular indeed. Um, yeah, I mean, take me on a picnic and when I least expect it, shoot me in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that being your request for a gift (laughs) yeah it's all i want for christmas (laughs) (laughs) no yeah have parson brown do it Ah, parson brown parson was priest huh yeah i I always assumed parson was somebody's name just a guy named parson (laughs) (laughs) yeah parson palmer because there was alan parsons and the alan parsons project and oh I, yeah alan parsons he was some kind of weird like uh like a scientist uh, type guy right i thought he was more of a um like a witchcraft uh spiritual what are those people called a cult he was like an occult guy ah. alan parsons right alan parsons the science guy yeah i think he did think it was science he was like i think he would like be sacrificing virgins and stuff like that oh wow so it ties in with Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sacrificing the Virgin Mary, right? Isn't that what that was part of Christmas? It was, yeah. That was what roundy on virgin meant. <laughs> yeah. Frankincense and myrrh were ways to uh to sacrifice the virgin, I think. <laughs> and where did the little drummer boy fit in? Oh, the virgin himself. He was just the, he just was there by chance. <laughs> um just also a virgin, I think, is how he tied in. <laughs> oh, it was some sort of a meeting. Like a <laughs> yeah. Yeah, virgin meeting. I think uh, the little drummer boy, um, I think just a busker. And like the worst type of busker too, right? Because just a drum. Right. <laughs> I mean, like there's there's the guys... <laughs> In the subway, we play like the full drum kit just by themselves, or like the the buckets and the different things. That's actually pretty cool, but just one drum, right? And like a snare too. And he's yeah, it's gonna be a snare drum. You know that, or what it is in the song, I guess. And then on top of that, he's a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) This guy sucks. And he's he's bothering some poor lady who's clearly in no position to like shoo him off. So he kind of like he's forcing her. When I when I worked at the grocery store, I used to help people carry their bags to their car. That was my job, and so I was told by the guy who had the job before me, you know, you just go up and grab their bags right out of their cart. Don't even give them a chance to say no. <laughs> oh, oh man, apologize later. Uh, yeah, and then they're obligated. come. They told me. <laughs> 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 yeah, the virgin meeting. They were sent, they were practicing or something. Now. <laughs> come the other virgins told me pum 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 and you know what that means uh rum pum 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 I, I do not no nah, me neither but i think oh <laughs> yeah Let's bring us to the theme of our <laughs> <laughs> i think having the drum around a newborn baby just seems like that i mean I, probably that's well discussed it's it's not really uh that's not what you want oh I don't right think. break his eardrums ruin him for life yeah just like a brand new born like the previous night kind of thing i don't know i think that's when he the guy shows up but like that's why he wasn't able to understand the very clear commands of the romans to stop doing what he was doing <laughs> <laughs> oh is that wait the baby jesus or the drummer <laughs> the, the Jesus, you know, in his in his adult life, he suffered this traumatic ear injury at the oh, beginning, and then in, okay, yeah, set him on a course yeah. that was to change the destiny of the world. Right. Everybody assumed he was some kind of guru because he just didn't listen to anything anybody said. <laughs> he was just 
<laughs> he was just talking the whole time, and they were like, "Oh man, we better shut up and listen," because he's just clearly plowing ahead and not regarding <laughs> anything that we're saying. Uh, and oh, yeah, just deaf as a deaf as a doornail. <laughs> yeah, why have you forsaken me, O oh Father? And it was because of the he shattered his eardrums the moment he came out of the thing birth canal. Exactly. And then wow. at the at the Garden of Gethsemane, uh, he said to himself, "Maybe it was that drummer boy after all." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the olive tree bent over him. Remember that part of the story? And watched him like the olive tree was a character in that story. The olive tree bent over him and watched him sadly pray. It, it, oh, in, in the uh, garden? Yes, in the garden of Gethsemane, I think. Hmm. So they had a living uh, tree they, that they decided to throw in there? Yeah, I think it was like the guys from uh, with The Wizard of Oz, like those same kind of like, what if I took an apple off of you? <laughs> 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 yeah, they had to redress him up as an olive tree, which I think are way skinnier. An olive branch is skinny, that's for sure, yeah. I can't speak to the tree. Right, I was picturing a branch, like, watching over, like, the... Because I think a couple cartoons, and probably a lot of cartoons, have had the alive tree. The alive trees are have been a friend of the podcast before in some capacity, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had... Uh... <laughs> Night of the Living Tree. We've had a, a koala bear uh, duct tape to a tree until it, be, it until it they merged uh, on that's the podcast. That's right. Okay, yeah, that's because yeah. this might be just a live tree on its own without nailing an animal to it and having it slowly fuse together. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what? Wait, I think I'm piecing together some parts of the Christmas story, um, but I don't think there's much of a story to it, right? Like, what is the lesson of the Christmas story? Because there's no room for him at the inn. That's uh, that's obviously a big, uh, you know, Mary is pregnant. There's no room for her. She's trying to, she goes to the inn, I guess, like the, I assume the only inn, or maybe there's a bunch of them, but there's no room. And the moral of that story is what? Like, hey, you never know who you're turning away. Right. You never know who's going to blow okay. up. So treat everybody nicely for many reasons, because they maybe could one day point towards you and have your disease go away magically or because uh that you could um hitch your wagon to them and they can pull you to the top yep but it didn't turn out that way that didn't pay off in the story like the guy who actually uh says hey you can stay in the stable you know that doesn't turn out too bad it works out the animals are all there hanging out i don't know i just right there was there was no like payoff to there was no room for them in the inn that that sort of well there was no like never there was no vengeance against like that guy never got his comeuppance that the hotel guy the inn guy <laughs> was the was the inn guy the one who said they could stay in the uh in the what the hell is it called the the manger manger in the manger yeah was the was he the one who said it I, was the there was no room for him at the inn but you can stay in my manger or did they go to a different guy the guy who owned a manger oh because yeah he's not a bad guy if he did that he's like hey he's a good guy in fact look i don't physically have any more room but you're welcome to stay here if you want, if you got nothing else. I'm not going to kick somebody else out. or I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to like, oh, sorry, old lady, you got to get out of here. There's some other person. So I don't know. What was the, yeah, what, break it down for me. Why is, why do we care? Why is there even the holiest book of all time written by God is talking about there was no room for them in the end. It, it did not seem like an important detail at all. I think it speaks to, to the modern world very, very profoundly. You know? Okay. Yeah. So there that's the meaning. <laughs> Don't mistreat magicians. <laughs> is it is the point of it just to say he had a very humble beginning? Is oh, that the whole it. point? Yeah. And it has nothing to do with this innkeeper. They weren't trying to to air him out or anything like that. He just they had to explain he needed the humblest of beginnings. And they had to explain why why he had the humblest of it. Well, oh yeah, why didn't he just why didn't she just give birth oh, in the inn? The innkeeper story. I think we need to tell this guy's story and be like, I'm a I'm a charitable man. I've, I'm here's my record. You guys are going to judge me on one one turn away. I housed the poor in this inn for years. I was out of rooms. What do you want me to kick somebody out? I, I offered the guy right. a manger, and we write a whole musical about that guy. Yeah, the innkeeper. I mean, 
it could have been that the the entire place was filled with poor people that he was letting stay there for free. Right. Other right. Other guys who were going to grow up to be bigger than Jesus. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> huge women. Huge yeah. women giving birth likely to big people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I think that was what? That was important to evolution, right? Have the big people have kids? Uh, here you go again with the Nazi stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> No. Not on the Christmas episode, at least. Not on, <laughs> not on Christmas Day. But I think we got something on the, the Innkeeper uh, musical. That's a story that needs to be told. Like, um, I'm a charitable man who got a bad rap. And everything now coming up with me. And he tells the story in a very lighthearted way and really doesn't. And that's how he's even a better guy because he doesn't even, he's not coming at it from a nasty angle. He's like, I just want to set the record straight, but I loved everybody out there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do kind of, when you're growing up anyway, they, they do kind of make him out to be the bad guy. It doesn't sound like he really, from your, what I assume is a really accurate rendition of the story, I, I assume, you know, he, he was actually 30 fine. years of charity under my belt. I've never been unkind to a soul. <laughs> and they're all, I guess you got to have more themes than just those two themes of him defending himself. Maybe love interest. He falls in love with Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he supports him along yeah. the way. I, I never, I never wished the guy harm. I just didn't have the space for him. Right. That's a, that's a good musical. Theinkeeper.com. Yeah, I do think, I think trying to think of what the rest of the important details that's the one that always sticks out to me is there's no room in the inn okay well that turned out fine uh wraps him in swaddling clothes okay well, that's what you're supposed to do right uh laid him in a manger the, now the manger i guess the manger might not have been the the barn i think the manger is like the the little machine or the little like cart that he was in oh the oh. cotton gin laid him in a manger Laid him in a cotton gin, and the thing just starts, like, picking him apart. Yeah. Um, Eli Whitney rips his body to shreds. <laughs> That's why he came when he did, you know? He had to come after mangers were invented, but before cotton gins were invented. Ah. Yeah. You got to hit that window. Yeah, he could have come at any point. Was the manger that half-barrel situation, or was it the triangular open barn? That's maybe the big Christmas mystery of all, like, which thing is the manger? The crib? No, because I think they say crib, too, Stubbs. Laid him in a manger might be them talking about laid him in the triangular open-faced barn. Open-faced barn, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am not sure what that is, what you're talking about there with the open-faced barn. Look at any nativity scene, the open-faced barn. Are they just trying to show you what's inside? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe there's a door and it's just the perspective of halfway in the house, a halfway house. <laughs> i'm just trying to think like yeah if it was if it was closed you wouldn't be able to see the nativity scene right yeah maybe one of the songs is explaining the difference between manger and crib you know like the <laughs> <laughs> let me explain the difference between mangers and cribs. Diddly doo diddy. <laughs> These real playful uh -huh. songs from this guy. <laughs> yeah. That's like it, where they're soft shoeing, like right. coming forward on the stage. Let me tell you why a barn is a barn and mangers are mangers. <laughs> it's yeah. a triangular open faced barn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a manger <laughs> or is it or is it a crib um, <laughs> and uh, yeah okay so the wise men show up I, yeah. I guess that that was to show what like it's a big deal here's how money this guy was this is the kings traveling kings travel that's the way you used to say like jay-z was there you know the three kings came i think is like that equivalent or whatever kings. just somebody cool was okay. there I also think it's like being in the know, you know, like it starts with the three kings or, or the three wise men, you know, that was the, the start kings? of the spread of the whole thing. And so like, they were the first ones uh, to see what was going on. And then it goes, you know, it grow it goes and it grows. Right. They were friends with the innkeeper. 
They were the people that knew about the band before they were before they got big. There you go. Where, where were where were the kings when uh, Jesus was like you know fourteen and still starving to death? Uh, and then like where were they getting his back when he was getting nailed to the cross? Those kings showed up for one day, and then what what happened after that? I think it's one of those stories where they have you know a guy who's on a quest, and then somebody shows up at one point, and they're like, "When you need me." You know, I'm going to give you this little object and all you have to do is tap and I'll show up. But you can't yeah. abuse it because if you abuse it, then it's like it loses its its panache. So you got to like only use it sparingly. So the kings, yeah, they're there when he's born. They're watching over him somehow, but he's getting al- he's getting along fine. They show I up see. when they need it. So, so had he poured the myrrh all over himself or something like that? <laughs> While he was being crucified, they would have swooped in and saved him, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Let me introduce you to my friend, Melchior. Oh, yeah, Melchior. Yeah, the Balth man, Balthazar and uh, Casper. All the boys were showing up for Jesus. Oh, Casper, okay, yeah. I think Casper, right? Casper, the friendly uh, wise man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Caspar maybe. Ga- yeah, Kaspar. or, or Gaz- Gaspar, Gazprom, the Russian. Gaston. <laughs> Gaston. <laughs> Gaston's friend with the innkeeper. <laughs> Melchior, Melchior, where have you been? <laughs> nice duet with Melchior. <laughs> the greatest story ever told. The I mean, the yeah. whole... the. The virgin birth is still like the only interesting aspect to that entire thing. Right. Nothing about it is like, wow, what a beautiful, beautiful story. Right. There's no plot point in the whole thing. We're sleeping on the drummer boy point. angle. The drummer boy and then the... He might represent Christ, Stubbs. <laughs> <laughs> is the drummer boy in the in the Christmas story or is that just in the song? I think well, he was the announcement guy. I think he went out and like played his drum and told the... 10 other people who lived like that is that a that, shepherd was he a shepherd ah the shepherds came the son of the, she- the annoying son of the shepherd you know who just didn't he couldn't be bothered to become a shepherd himself so he had to, he had to go his own way <laughs> junior shepherd the annoying drum guy no i want to be a drummer dad <laughs> not now damn it I never wanted <laughs> to be a shepherd I always wanted to play the drums. <laughs> hey, come with me. You could be an innkeeper's assistant. Come with me. <laughs> he recruits the little drummer boy. Oh, he's like a sick pervert. Oh, there we go. Yep. So here's what happens. <laughs> You think the innkeeper does three numbers that are all this same theme. He's really driving home the point of, I'm a misunderstood guy. I, I did nothing but good my whole life. This has been an inn for poor people to live for free, and I pay for them. But I actually did some bad stuff, too, and that comes out in the second half. The curtain's closed. You go to halftime getting a drink thinking he's the man. And then it comes out, okay. yep, he groomed this kid. He groomed the little drummer boy. Yeah, he goes to... Uh... Come with me, little boy. You know, whatever the, you know. Right. Uh, I'll show you the ropes, little boy. Come with me, little, little boy. boy. Yeah. yeah. Real sick. Come rubber. with me to learn <laughs> how to be my thing. Yeah, some real dark... <laughs> Like flashlight ghost story style scariness. Oh, it's a horror story, huh? Right. And then the in, then the uh, he starts playing the drums like you know, as part of like dealing with his trauma. You know, uh, just kind of ah. working his way through his trauma. He starts to go. play the drum. And then I think later, yeah, he winds up killing the innkeeper. I think and getting getting his freedom <laughs> back. <laughs> the greatest story ever told. I need to exact revenge. You thought I was just a drummer, 
But now I'm a murderer, I took revenge, and I killed the man with my drum. <laughs> I killed the innkeeper, killed the innkeeper, killed him with my drum. <laughs> uh, the greatest story ever told. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we're famous for. All right. <sighs> Continuing on with the Christmas spectacular. The Christmas spirit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess we're going to do the annual uh, famous for this podcast Christmas in lieu of a, a Christmas album, uh, in lieu of flowers. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do a, uh, a a completely live performance of uh, Christmas songs that we all came up with. Was that uh, that's pretty much what it is, right? We assigned I assigned you guys and myself to uh, to write a twenty thirty second long Christmas song, and it's going to be introduced to each of us. For the first time, right now, right here on this podcast, live. Yeah, is that? that I'd say that's a fair any, we, description of what we uh, we got before us here. Yeah, uh, okay. I'm sorry. Any what challenges from you? <laughs> <laughs> I was not aware of the song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a game show. No, <laughs> can't wait to hear what you guys came up with. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm not interested to hear what I came up with, but I am interested to hear your guys' uh, songs. And yeah, um, I'll kick it off though. I got a. I I feel like there's only a couple angles you hit for these Christmas songs, uh, and so like I hit another one here. This is just an idea of a Christmas song uh, from the perspective of Santa. All right, and we'll try to like. Oh, if we hear some stuff, we'll we'll maybe chime a roo. We'll sing a harmony here and there. We'll we'll see what we can do. Okay, well, you know, don't set yourself up for to to do too much. You, know, you haven't even heard it. Right, that's true. <laughs> All right, um, here we go. Sorry, sorry in advance. Uh, I don't know if this song has a name. It's this is the uh, the the North Pole weather song. Uh, here we go. It gets cold this time of year up at the North Pole And I'm getting on in years So I get cold, I am old I feel it in my bones I thought the globe was warming But now I'm losing hope Damn you, Greta Thunberg <laughs> I almost had this place warm enough <laughs> Now I'm stuck in the cold until I move to Florida I spend a lot of time outside up at the North Pole I guess that I should have realized That I would get cold cause I am old I Feel it in my bones I was glad the globe was warming But now I'm losing hope Damn you, Greta Thunberg I almost had this place warming up Now I'm stuck in the cold Until I moved to Florida Stuck in the cold until I moved to Florida Damn you, Greta Thunberg I almost had this place warming up And now I'm stuck in the cold until I moved to Florida and now I'll probably freeze Cause I'll never move to Florida <laughs> And I don't even know if elves can live in Florida Elves cold-blooded? I don't know. Have to look that up. Can cold-blooded things live in pretty hot weather? I want to say yes, but I don't know. <laughs> Not even sure if elves have bones. Whether they'd survive warm weather. Or maybe they eat snow. 
Damn you, Greta Thunberg I almost had this place warming up Now I'm stuck in the cold until I move to Florida Damn you, Greta Thunberg I almost had this place warming up And now I'm stuck in the cold until I move to Florida Yeah, Goodness. man, that was awesome. So, so nice. Thank you, Greta Thunberg. That was killer. Great job. North North Pole weather song. <laughs> really good. Who's Greta Thunberg? Greta the Thun Man. Nice to hear her <laughs> voice in the news again. Yeah, I don't know. She's not dead or anything, is she? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's I think as alive as ever. I think she'll like Greta the call. I, I think, think she'll, she's yeah. I think, I think she'll she's appreciate probably being included. Taking uh taking names after the ass kicking still. I think she's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. She uh Yeah, I mean, obviously a big friend of the podcast. And yeah. this is not this is not how I feel about Greta Thunberg. Thunberg, not sure. Uh I but this is Santa's perspective, obviously. I right. I for one am a big fan of hers and and of uh Santa's too. Don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to <laughs> attack Santa either. <laughs> yeah, I'm I was a, trying I'm to, pretty uh, upset. I was by the end, I might have slipped in a, a harmony or two, but I, I think it was a, a really nice melody to where I wasn't able to just predict away. Right. So kudos to you. Ah, damn. Well, that's kind of all I was hoping for was that you would be able to sing harmony. And <laughs> I had fully counted on you singing harmony the entire time. <laughs> I sang bad harmony through some of it. Yeah. I was blown away by the by the execution of it. <laughs> yeah nice work man i give that a nice nice grade very pretty um checked all my boxes you know i think you're hitting the right school of thought with uh beautiful uh funny and a nice name drop the gret man okay gret's santa, <laughs> santa. <laughs> florida <laughs> <laughs> Usually I feel like you you leave out the, you know, it's not very timely uh, uh, or not timely. It's not very, um, what do you say? Time insensitive. Stay, it's got no staying power. Nah, it doesn't Ooh. have staying power. But Greta it does Thunberg, because she's I just, mean, a, she's just a teenager. So she'll be, she'll be getting in people's oh, yeah. shit for, for years. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. She'll be the president yep. of Lithuania or wherever she, yes. yeah. Where is she from? Oh, it doesn't matter. She could still be president of Lithuania. <laughs> yeah, perfect. I was blown away by by how great the song was and how like great you played it, having just written it moments ago and played it for the first time ever live on the podcast. Okay, great, really Thanks, good, man. Well, you guys are really you guys are really kind. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Stubbs? All right, yeah, I think Stubbs, you're up then. Oh, uh, I can't follow that. So we'll insert some other thing in the middle here between that <laughs> yeah. performance and this one. Right. Um, Bing Crosby, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. <laughs> I've got to get to put, put a karaoke version of Jingle Bells in between the two. And then I'll <laughs> Here we go. Do you remember? Accidentally burn your house down Yes, it was an accident I already explained Now I'm giving you this coupon for an oil change Merry Christmas Sorry about your house Merry Christmas Please take me back Yes <laughs> Oh man Really good that's really nice. That was a song about, uh, if I followed it correctly, uh, you, you burned your girlfriend's house down? Right. And then I paid for it in a way by getting her a, a coupon for an, a free oil coupon change. For, yeah, Jiffy Lube. Was, <laughs> I was picturing Jiffy Lube, but you were smart enough not to uh, name drop Jiffy Lube, uh, unlike me, ah. in my song with all the name drops. And it was a handwritten coupon, you know, one of those ones that you give someone in a coupon book, like for a free back rub, but it just was for an oil change. Oh, I owe you. Wow. Okay, gotcha. So it was like a Stubbs, a Stubbs coupon. Uh, I promise to give you one oil change. Right. 
And I don't know how to do an oil change, but I, I'll learn if, if she says yes. If she teaches nice. you how to do it, you'll do it. <laughs> uh, what was the, was it at any point obvious in the song, uh, how you burn the house down? Accidentally. 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 <laughs> okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, that makes it nice and Christmassy then, I think, if it's an accidental burn down. The lights and the lights are up there, you know, that's Christmas too. Like something lighting up in the nighttime. Okay, yeah. And then that's really and then it says stuff. Merry Christmas at the end. You heard that right. Merry Christmas. Please take me back. Oh, okay. Yes. I'd forgotten that that was uh that was a lyric in the song. Yeah, that's Yeah, it went nice. Merry Christmas. Please take me back, right? So then Christmas is uh, there as well. Christmas That's is great. a big take me back podcast, I think. I think it's a big take me back time of year. Uh, reconciliation just in general. Yeah. Like, let's just stop all the bullshit. Let's just get everybody back together. Love, 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 love. Right. Um, which brings us to our third song. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm full of name drops too now that we're on the name drop train over here. But um, all right, let's see here. The greatest thing I ever did on Christmas Is watch the first two seasons of Homeland By myself Oh, by myself <laughs> By myself Oh, by myself Season one starts with Brody coming home. <laughs> Alua Akbar in the garage. <laughs> Max forgot to put a camera in the garage. <laughs> in the garage. The greatest thing I ever did on Christmas is watch the first two seasons of Homeland by myself oh by myself by myself by myself Alu Akbar <laughs> Alu Akbar was what Brody saying in the garage? And then I figured, like, so on and so forth with uh, go through the whole plot of each season, you know, one by one. And um, really, I think it's an excuse to just uh, do the plot of Homeland, uh, one of my favorite shows. And, it, you know, I think I'm, I'm standing on the shoulders of Deacon from the show Nashville with uh, three chords and the truth here. You know, this was a, a real uh, favorite Christmas of mine. That's wonderful. That was beautiful. <laughs> I really love the song. That's, uh, <laughs> I think if I, if one note would be, you could have gone, uh, you know, 10 times longer with the Allah uh, Huakbar. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, I was mixing yeah. up some syllables too. I think I was going Allah, Allah, Allah who or something. Maybe I was doing it right. Yeah, I don't. I think I feel like it. It's being said so quickly most of the time when it's being shouted. It's tough to know what the actual phonetics are on that. Right. Uh, but you're singing. Singing is an expressive art. I don't think you got to get that right. That's true. Uh, That's the nice part about learning a song, is almost playing it before you know how it goes, and then like once you know it, listening back to the cover and being like, I didn't know that song at all. Listen to how like weirdly and not right I'm playing that. Exactly. Man, what a beautiful song. I was uh I really loved it. <laughs> Thanks. I as well enjoyed it very much. Very much. And I and I watched Homeland as well, so I it was speaking to me on a few different levels. Yeah. I think I think that's right, Stubbs. Like I think I if think you that's right, you did watch it. <laughs> 
I think if you go season by season, that's the nice part about, and this was this would be the not the nice part about like um, form songs could be cheap in that way, and that you could just be like, oh, the form one season one is verse one, season two is verse two. But I think, and then maybe this is your way of saying I didn't love any season beyond two, and maybe you just have it a two verse song, maybe a bridge about you know how he fell in love with Carrie, even though uh, his wife was was one of the hottest ever. I think, uh, yeah, maybe you skip over and and uh, you skip over the seasons you don't like, and you mention that you're doing that, you know. It and then, picks back up with Saul in season five. Yes, <laughs> whoever the dude you like. I think you told me get you know because I I tapped out after the second season two right or maybe season three I tapped out after season two right I think so but yeah. you said it gets good again with the one dude uh, yeah you know, uh, Peter Peter comes Peter Quinn and Saul do it up for a while yeah are not doing what you're supposed to do Carrie for like the fifth verse or what would be the the third verse but like from fifth yes. season like uh, fifth season yeah Carrie is I don't know Saul's actually a real singer which is interesting. It's Seal. Seal is a real singer, yes. And Saul is an <laughs> opera guy and uh, Indigo Montoya. Yeah, CeeLo Green. <laughs> is who you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, great so, stuff. May, let's take a quick break, I think, and then uh, we'll come back. And I think, I think uh, let's just keep going. Yeah, sounds good to me. It's what we're famous for. Okay, and then really the only other thing I had idea-wise was just dead serious love song with the theme being, you know, yeah, like we talked about, uh, you know, it's the season of reconciliation, say what you mean, blah, blah, blah. And like our our emotions are seemingly uh, on a higher level just because it's Christmas. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I want I want you back because it's Christmas. I I. I'm proposing because it's Christmas. I'm sad because it's Christmas. I'm happy because it's Christmas. So this is just a, you know, um, what is this? This is <laughs> Christmas. <song. laughs> so what I was thinking is maybe we could come up together with a Christmas song idea. What do you guys think? Do you guys have any good ideas? <laughs> no, just dead serious love song. Um, I miss you more because it's Christmas. And that's, that's, that's the end of it. And um, and maybe saying the only other idea I had was saying the word darling in it, you know, like how a, a word will come out, come at you and be like, Ooh, oh, yeah. darling. Okay. I'm wondering if I could maybe one day sing a song with the word darling in it. And I don't know if this is the right one. Um, but like, I miss you more cause it's Christmas darling, you know, um, Ooh, you know, yeah. darling. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't wait to Am find I a out. darling. I don't think so. Moira Angela darling. Um, I miss you more cause it's Christmas, darling. I miss you more cause it's Christmas, darling. That's already 30 songs. Uh, I miss you more cause it's Christmas is already 20. And the darling is kind of my my take on um, both things. I think you pull it off. <laughs> um, darling. Yeah, darling. It's a, it, You know what it is? It's a big piece of new clothing. Like, can you wear, it's like, can you pull off a leather jacket? Like, can you pull off darling? Can you pull off all of a sudden starting to wear pointy shoes out of nowhere? Like dressy pointy shoes. Can you say darling? I guess we'll, I guess we'll find out. I think it's more charming uh, to, to be able to hear in your voice that you're not so sure you should be saying darling. Oh, look at that. A little vulnerability. Yeah. It's like, if you're saying darling and it sounds like you roll out of bed calling everybody darling, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, that, I don't care for that at yeah. all. Yeah. If I have the Darling Brothers podcast, yeah, I'm not getting away with it on a Christmas song. No, but I think it's much better for you. This is obviously, you know, it's like uh, what I imagine an experienced uh, lover uh, who is, you know, an older woman, let's say, feels like when uh you know uh their their young new beau is is who's pretty inexperienced is trying something out for the first time kind of thing mm. uh it's sort of it's sort of exactly like that gotcha you know? right you're trying something 
can I can I do and this? And it's and it's charming. It's uh it's charming. uh it's darling, yeah. <laughs> yeah, miss you more because it's Christmas, darling. Uh, we'll see, man. We'll see, man, if uh, what becomes of it. Uh, I think the melody's stolen. Yeah, play it again. Yeah, it's pretty much... Uh, that's every song already. And the sorry for being out of tune. More this Christmas, darling. And I'm a big, I'm not, as a non-strong songwriter, I'm a big, let's repeat the line slightly differently. I think I'm like a time-buying, I'm a time bomb. I'm a time-buying second uh, second time through sayer. You know what I mean? Miss you more because it's Christmas, darling. One melody. I miss you more because it's Christmas. A little higher version of that same melody. <laughs> let's see, buy my time to the new word. And then just, yeah, um... Maybe talk then about, maybe then the song just veers off to the left and it's just all about the word darling. Can I pull off this old word? <laughs> darling is a tough word to pull off, don't you think? I never realized, but I could say darling till now. And I'm not sure I'm having second doubts. Second doubts are way that you talk to me. Second thoughts. And yeah, that's that's the way you start a song with one theme and end on another. That might be its own theme. Yes, yeah, second doubts as the hook is is definitely <laughs> so, right. Second doubts, second thoughts, second doubts. Who's to say? All right. <laughs> Good. Well, yeah. I feel really good about all that. <laughs> start, start out, yeah, hard. Go hard on into darling, and then, uh, you know, uh, second doubts brings it home. Right. I like seeing I the process it. play out. You know, like the songwriting process is so is so interesting to me, and just, just to see yeah. it, hear it play out in real time like that, it's yeah. a real thrill. I think there's like a bridgey part of this this sucker too that just says darling like five times in different melodies, like. Darling, 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 darling. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> off uh, syncopated, off off rhythm kind of darlings. A lot of darlings. Darling, 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 darling. And ones that are like you're sliding around real carelessly to show that you're a little extra cocky. You're getting more comfortable saying yeah. darling as it goes on. Work second doubts in there. Yes. Had my second doubts about the word. And I had third doubts, and fourth doubts came along too. Can't have too many doubts on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, the season of doubting. All right, cool. I'm good with leaving it there. All right, hey. The season of doubts. <laughs> A lot of beauty there. There, I, I heard a lot of beauty. Seasons of doubt. <laughs> 525,000 doubts. That's great stuff. Uh, Dr. Stoobs. Stoobs, man. Have you got another Christmas banger for us? Yeah. Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Maine. I was thinking <laughs> about all of the classic, the Christmas classics, you know. Uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, everything written in the fifties. You know the the ones that, for the last generation, people have associated with Christmas. But those songs were all written like seventy or sixty years ago. So right. can we write a new, a new classic for a new generation? Right, different kind of nuts. Finally. Oh yeah, an- walnuts. Walnuts cooking in a pizza <laughs> oven. We- <laughs> can we bring the can we bring the nuts into the modern era? <laughs> so so that's the kind of theme I was trying to. That's what I'm trying to achieve here is a new classic, the one that people are going to be caroling in the year 2050. Love it. Merry Christmas, got you something. One free oil change. 
<laughs> One free oil change. It's a voucher. It's like a coupon. For one free <laughs> oil change, one oil change, with the purchase of one oil change. Merry Christmas. That was absolutely fantastic, man. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy smokes, yeah. That that's knocked uh, me off my horse big time over here. <laughs> Very good. Really like that. Story. I couldn't hold it together. I'm sorry. <laughs> Summarize that one though, because I I I just want to make sure I completely understood. <laughs> so this is someone again <laughs> someone again who's struggling. He feels a lot of love, but he doesn't exactly know how to show it but he's he's reaching into the darkness he's coming up with something that he thinks is going to nail it and that's one free oil change and then he explains that it's a voucher it's like a coupon right he goes into because he has to say what a voucher is in case for one free oil change one free oil change and then you, with the purchase of one oil change. <laughs> oh, I missed that line. That's amazing. <laughs> That's very, very yeah. good. Ah, oh, man. So it's a buy one, get one oil change. It's too. not the best he could have done, but it's the best he could afford at the time. Oh, that's nice. Right, which is, had to be free because you can't even buy... Uh, you, can't get, you can't go spend money on a buy one, get one free coupon. Right, it's something he found, he saw it, he thought she would like it, he thought it would bring her joy, and so he gave it to her, but he does have to explain the conditions, because he doesn't <laughs> want her showing up, expecting to just get the oil change for free. She's got to basically buy one, and then they'll ch- go ahead and, and change then... the oil again, right after that <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like she's only going to change her oil one more time, right? It's not, I mean... It, well, I don't it, know how old this car is, but yeah. she's going to need two more oil changes. Right, just wait and get that second one. She's going to need two more <laughs> oil changes. Oh, that's good. A comeback verse. You think it's over, and then you go into the second time the oil change happens. <laughs> Hello, and sir. Then, yes, <laughs> remember me. I'm back for my second <laughs> oil change. Second Merry Christmas, got a free oil change. And then the guy, the Jiffy Lube guy, or no, we don't want to drop a name. The oil change guy has like a thing where this gift touched him so much. And in that, like he comes back with a a sneak third, fourth verse, maybe. And like, you'll never know just how much this meant to me. To give you this oil change. Give you this oil change on Christmas Eve. You didn't pay me because it was free. I wasn't able to feed my family. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good song. Yeah, that is a good one. Thank you. Nice work. I got it. I'm sorry I didn't quite, you know, I couldn't couldn't carry it off. I was carried away by the emotion of it. Yes. I think there is some emo in there, which is great. Yeah, there is, there's something, um, I don't know, there's something pretty special in there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> You'll never know how much it meant to me to give this oil change away for free. <laughs> I'm touched by the holiday spirit. 
I like that you managed to uh, explain what a voucher is in in the song. As yeah, well, underutilized word. Which I th- you're all coupon these days. No vouchers. And is it uh, not to like you know podcast it up and really chop up the word voucher? But is it a voucher? Hmm. If it's a buy one get one, I, I feel like a voucher has got to be like you can redeem it for something you know without <laughs> doing anything. The oil else. change guy <laughs> corrects that in his verse. Let me They're correct you. On these vouchers now. <laughs> a voucher is actually a contract between two, whatever the real definition is. <laughs> it's not a voucher. It's just a coupon, but I'll still give you one free oil change. <laughs> Melody for one free oil change is so appropriate for some reason. It says right here, cash value, one one hundredth of a cent, not a voucher at all. (laughs) Yeah, cash value. You're thinking of a coupon booklet. (laughs) But I was just picturing people caroling that, you know? A group of people yeah. with scarves and coats outside <laughs> of a, a brick house with the snow-covered roof. Right. And they come to the door and all of a sudden the strains of this melody, you know, the, the haunting. Just being caroled by this group of neighborhood people. You know, they're just neighborhood people, but they know the melodies and the harmonies and stubs. they're singing. Yeah, that way you just play it there. There's a real nice slowdown part in there somewhere, I think, where you like the the whatever we decide, the story could go on forever, but whatever we decide is the last verse of this sucker. It's the most emotional slowed down, and you really hear each note of that plucking you're doing there. That because that chord is pretty. Thank you. Like you, the guy becomes Gorgeous, an old yeah. man, like I'm back to visit the people who gave away the free oil change and like an oil. <laughs> 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 and it's an old man voice. The time I gave away one free oil change, you know, and that really pretty slowed down one's going. Yeah. You know, you know how we in uh, Oh Holy Night, uh, at some point it's uh, fall on your knees. Yeah. Is that? Uh, and then, you know, when you're caroling, you do fall on your knees when you're outside somebody's house and it's really dramatic. <laughs> so what's, what's that for this? Is there a part where it's like, uh, lay on your back to do the oil change? You give everybody a voucher. Whoever comes to their door, you hand over vouchers to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the knee job. Everyone reaches into their coat and pulls out. <laughs> or you're just, you're just already in the person's garage changing their oil while you're <laughs> right right that's like the uh the people you have to have one professional oil changer with your caroling group like we, we had everybody but we didn't have an oil changer we're not proud of not being able to change Canc- the oil canceling it this year. <laughs> right. exactly yeah great song yeah i don't know how to follow that one Stubbs, but i i will uh i'll do my best to sing uh this this last Christmas tune, unless unless you guys have more, I don't think I have. Any no, I got nothing else, on this so. end. I could add on to the oil change song all day. So yeah, let's better better stop me before I keep trying. Yeah, maybe this is just a short interlude before we <laughs> swing back to to the real <laughs> to the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this one is kind of like uh, I'm not sure what the message is or what the idea is, but uh, this this melody uh, popped into my head. And it, it just said, you know, it just said Christmas to me. And I said, I said to myself, I said, let me see here. Little man walking through the snow, you don't even know what Christmas is for. You're too young, you're too young to understand Gentle girl, whisper in the wind 
You don't even know the gifts, the gift of giving gives. You're too young, you're too young to understand. You're too young, you're too young to understand. So why should I have to buy you presents? Why would I even buy you presents? Smallish child sitting on the floor Waiting for your presence Never wrapped one before You're too young You're too young to understand You're too young You're too young to understand So why should I have to buy you presents? Why would I even You'll never buy me anything You won't reciprocate You're too young You're too young to understand You're too young You're too young to understand You're too Really good, man. Very pretty. Yeah. I was hitting some of that. Oh, nice. You're too young. You're too young to understand. Jam. I was jamming my tits over here. Those suspended chords are just so, they're so pretty and so Christmassy. Those, yeah. Those arpeggios. What is it about suspension that's so damn Christmassy? Just the uh, the unresolved emotions we all feel. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was regretting not having Darling throughout in there uh, ah. you know, after having heard yours, but um, you know maybe that's maybe it's too creepy with all the smallest child, gentle right. girl, little man. You know, it's, it's very, very creepy already. But I think coming from a parent, as long as you're British, you can be Darling in it up left and right. You know what I mean? Like, hello, Darling. Like, I think you're okay. Yeah, yeah. So just that's be, true. and but British people sound American when they sing, so maybe that doesn't do us any good here. Right, because I was being British when I was singing that right there, but you couldn't tell because I you don't sing British. Right, 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 right. Or maybe maybe Americans just sing British because we do say some words pretty funnily from time to time when we're singing. Once we're singing, funnel cake. Yes, like yes. you're too young, like yo, like that. We're probably just saying yo. Right. You're too young. You're too young. To it does understand. seem like some. It's probably just my desire to make sure it doesn't sound like me singing you know it's like uh-oh uh you know this this song's weird as shit make do some different voice right give it oh, a country yeah. twang maybe maybe it's a maybe in a different version it's a it's a country twangy a twangy boy one of those ones right. where you're too young you're too young to understand <laughs> the most offensive version of country <laughs> 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 You're too young for me to waste my money on. But I can yeah. see that being like a nice. What's that instrument with the uh, the slide guitar? Like, right? You know. Yep. A little man walking through the snow. You don't even know what Christmas is for. <laughs> Baltimore. Uh... You're too young. You're too young to understand. Yeah, like every other dock working nobody. Yeah. From um from Cool Runnings. Yeah, man. Very pretty. <laughs> I I would like to hear that in, in a couple genre. It might be a genreless uh song, because it whatever it means when a song can go into any genre. It's 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 so genreless, but not in the way where you're like, what is this? In a very positive way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that is not a genre. I, I do agree. You know what? It might be a three pH, three part harmony for all the listeners out there. Um, jobber with those really cute, spurty. You're too young. You're too young. You're too young to understand. Like some nice, cutesy, 
breathola harmony up there. That might be a really nice one, man. Okay, yeah. All right, well. It's what we're famous for. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful music. <laughs> Christmas music in general, not any, not anything we did, but. <laughs> yes, beautiful genre of music. Genreless. Did you guys have any uh any cutting room floor songs that didn't quite make the uh make the podcast? Um Concept let me pieces? see. I had a couple other things. I was hoping down those here. were my cutting room floor songs <laughs> and then I never never came around to write any other ones. <laughs> yeah, let me see what else did I have here. I kept having ones where it was about I don't have any presence so how do i get myself out of this jam there was one Ah. there was a long complicated one about wrapping up a bunch of empty boxes making them look like real good presents and then putting them in your car make sure that your wife sees that and then this company comes and they steal your car oh shit what a decoy that's That's an amazing idea that is genius stubs uh, I had a similar idea where <laughs> you do that same thing, but then somebody comes and kidnaps your wife, <laughs> and then and you get to have all the presents you for to, yourself. <laughs> you get to keep all the boxes for yourself. Besides <laughs> the same coin. That's a really good one. That's that's very ah man. What a what a nice elaborate gift. And then the gift really is being able to share that laugh a few years later when you tell them. Yeah, when you get when you're going through a messy divorce and you tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had something about just the spirit of giving the overall spirit is is a little bit lost on me but i didn't really know how to turn it into <laughs> um i just don't think i grew up with the right uh emotional tool set to give or receive gifts properly so something about that maybe that's beautiful uh yeah, Are those were if those were the lyrics, I was already sold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> emotions, emotions are the thing that make good gift givers. Nah, there's nothing there. Yeah, but the concept is powerful. Yeah, I think have be able to give a gift, be able to receive a gift, uh, just in case. I think not because like it's important or that. I think just as a like a life skill, the same way you'd want to be able to um, say hello to someone's parents politely, you know, give and receive a gift with the proper uh, emotional uh, fortitude behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I had to try, I tried to get some idea cooking about like how many songs rhyme Christmas and wish list. It's, you know, enough already, but I don't, then I couldn't even think of any that actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you were like wait a minute there's an opportunity here so then i wrote 10 songs and they go like this no um i had one that was uh called treat me like your christmas tree oh it was kind of like dress me up like a little bit of a a sultry song like an like an enticement Ah, type type of thing like a A breathy uh, woman a breathy over the top sexual vibe yep a breathy woman Nice. Okay, give us some of that. Treat me like your Christmas tree. Yeah, that's the way I like it. That's what does it for me. Dominate me like a Christmas tree. Yeah, you're the dominatrix and I am the tree. (laughs) Yeah, you guys see where I'm going? Oh, that's fantastic. I like that. Keep going. You're the dominatrix. And I am the tree. Cut my feet off with a bow saw. Climb <laughs> it to the roof of your car. Wrap me up tight with wires and lights. Then on my head, yeah, bang on a star. Said, treat me like a Christmas tree. You're the dominatrix, and I'm the Christmas tree. You know, and and let me tell you about. <laughs> yeah, that's a Randy Newman, I think. 
I got treated like a Christmas tree. <laughs> you decorate me, put lights on me. I'm the Christmas tree. <laughs> I love Except that I won't wear a skirt because I don't. Wear no skirt like a Christmas tree. <laughs> Thanks a lot for having yeah, me. Yeah, Randy, guys. big friend of the podcast. <laughs> the Newman man. Oh, yeah, thanks for doing it, Stubbs. Um, yeah. Man. Very Merry Christmas. Uh, what a what a fun... Uh, this is... Uh, we'll have to do it again. For every holiday. All the holiday. What's the next holiday coming up? Yeah, New Year's. Get Randy Newman to sing a few New Year's songs. Randy New Year's. Are there any <laughs> are there any President's Day songs out there? Oh, nice. Because that yeah. hits that hits pretty early in 2021. I never saw the purpose of President's Day. I never saw the purpose of a day for president. <laughs> nah, I gotta work on that one. I don't think one. he's got those soft R's like that. Is that what they call those? The soft R? I think that is a soft R complex. Yeah, <laughs> I, maybe Randy. Maybe I'm writing that into his character. Sorry about that, Rand. Nah, I mean, it, hey, there's nothing wrong with having a soft R. First of all, so oh, I'm not assuming anything. A- yes, I was. I made a mistake. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't it a thing where? someone's impression of someone else becomes like so famous and loved that that then becomes like something to something on its own and maybe right. like somebody something that then randy newman has to take on to himself. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. he's like oh this, this impression of me is has this soft r so i can't i can't go walking around with these hard R's his audience him, his audience walks out if he's not doing it just like that. right he gets booed <laughs> until he does the soft r <laughs> yeah, he's he goes out there his first set. He's like, "Sure, people got like the way he actually really sings," and they're like, "Boo, soft R, short people get." Yeah, and he adds R's where they don't belong. No short people reason. gort, gort people. Yeah, well, Merry Christmas to Randy Newman in particular, and and maybe Happy Hanukkah and uh, all of them. Yeah, a Happy Randy New Year's uh, to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. Uh, again. Don't anybody get sick, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much. Merry uh, Christmas and happy holidays to everybody. It's what we're famous.